Hello everyone, welcome to Autistic Adventures. I'm Cass and today is episode 31. The topic of today is echolalia and echolegia. Let's get into it. So what is echolalia? Echolalia is the repetition or echoing of sounds spoken language, or written information. It's usually repetition soon after it's heard or seen, but there's also delayed echolalia, which could be repeated hours, days, even months after it's heard. Examples of echolalia might include the repetition of single words, sometimes the last word of a sentence spoken by someone else, Phrases heard in conversation, sentences spoken by another person, song lyrics, lines from movies or television, or non-word noises or sounds. So some of the functions of the reason why someone might engage in echolalia for an adult most likely would be stimming, but also helps to memorize certain information, helps to process meaning, self-direction and self-regulation, rehearsal for a future interaction, buys time to formulate a response, turn-taking in conversation without functional meaning, as well as communicating when formulating, uh, you know, your own language or conversation is difficult, such as scripting. It can also help to allow, you know, extra processing time, um, could be verbal completion of a task, uh, could be protest, could be calling attention to yourself. It just really depends on, you know, the circumstance for children. It may mean one thing as opposed to when an adult engages in echolalia. So... Just some other things about echolalia that I just recently learned is there's also something called echolagia, which is internalized echolalia, which is the constant repetition of sounds, songs, or phrases that may be playing in your head. This happens to me on a daily basis. I'll usually wake up with a particular song in my head. It could be a song that I haven't heard for years. The other day it was um, a song by ABBA. And I'm like, it's been probably decades since I listened to an ABBA song. So I don't really know where the source of that comes from. You know, I was unconscious, <laughs> woke up, and all of a sudden there's a song playing in my head. Oftentimes, you know, it shows up as hearing phrases or songs or sounds and then repeating them over and over in your head instead of saying them verbally. And it can be impossible to get them out of our head like they're stuck. And, you know, it's a lot of times when we go through things, we think that they're normal or we think other people experience them because we have no other way of thinking differently, especially when it's something internalized or a thought process or, you know, something like that. So, you know, for a long time, I thought that everyone got 
sounds and songs and phrases stuck in their head. And I guess that's just not the case. Um, Non-autistic people may, to some extent, you know, have songs or sounds or phrases getting stuck in their head. However, the difference is that for autistic people, as with many of our characteristics and behaviors, it can be more intense and impact our lives in a bigger way. And it can be very frustrating. It can be distracting. It can be stressful. Um, you know, whereas someone might say, oh, I have this little song stuck in my head and, you know, they're able to move on with their day, you know, it can cause sleep struggles. If you have a constant phrase or a song or a sound going in your head when you're trying to fall asleep, it's really difficult to fall asleep. Sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and I'll come back and I just have this sound loop playing in my head and it's really hard to go to sleep and you're like, shh, like we're sleeping right now. Like this is not what we're doing. We're not listening to a song, especially on repeat. Like play it through once and then let's be done with it. But it never works out that way. It's always this repetitive thing or it'll be like part of a song, like just the bridge or the chorus of a song. And it'll just loop over and over and over again. It can cause concentration issues as well. If you're trying to do something or, um, for me, like when I'm reading a book, if there's a certain song or phrase stuck in my head, it's really hard for me to concentrate on the words. If I'm having a conversation with somebody and that is stuck in my head, it's really difficult to like <laughs> focus on what they're saying and to communicate and have a coherent um, conversation with them. So like anything with autism, I've said before, autistic people are people. We're human beings first and foremost. So a lot of times when we explain like, oh, these are different things I experience or these are different characteristics I have, people are like, well, everyone has that. And, you know, then they proceed to say something along the lines of everyone's a little bit autistic, which correlation is not causation. Just because you experience that thing doesn't mean you're autistic, but the difference being of me experiencing that characteristic or behavior and another person experiencing that characteristic behavior is the intensity and the frequency with which that impacts our life. You know, so while someone else might get a song stuck in their head and they're able to move about with their day, if it's interrupting your sleep patterns or it's interrupting your ability to concentrate, you know, that can, can be an issue. So I just thought it was really interesting. I'd never heard this phrase echolegia before, which is internalized echolalia. I tend to, the echolalia I do engage in is usually movie quotes, um, especially if I feel like they are appropriate for what's happening. Um, I'll usually use specific quotes or quotes that I know that my husband's going to get, like we we both watch and love The Office, so if I say something, you know, along the lines of identity th- theft is not a joke, Jim, he'll start laughing because he knows what I'm talking about. Whereas if I was hanging out with someone else or I was in a crowd and I said that, I would look like a weirdo because they don't understand what I'm saying. So sometimes I'll say movie quotes that necessarily aren't quote-unquote appropriate, like has nothing to do with what's going on, but then... Other times I'll use that movie quote as a way of like engaging in conversation um, about what's happening in the moment. So um, that's one of the ways that I uh, 
that I have echolalia. My son, my oldest son, he actually, that that was actually his first form of communication was echolalia. And then we would echolalia back to him and it would kind of go back and forth and it helped work on his language skills. He didn't really talk until he was about four and a half, five. And even then it was, you know, one word echolalia where he would, I would say, you hungry? And he'd say, hungry? And, you know, uh, you ready to go night-night? Night-night, you know? And so he would just repeat certain phrases back to us. And, of course, we would always encourage that and compliment him for that because him using his language at all was a big step forward. And so we just kept working on that and working on that. But it never occurred to me because this was way prior to my own diagnosis that when he would echolalia to me and I would echolalia back, it's just like two autistics parroting each other and like engaging in conversation. And even though we're not saying anything other than that word or that phrase, we're still like conversating and talking to each other. And, you know, for me, I'm like any amount of conversation I can get is is totally fine with me. I'm down with it. So, um, you know, there's certain sounds that'll get stuck in my head, um, as well. It's usually not as bad as songs. For me, the only way to get a song out of my head is to listen to it on repeat, like it's going in my brain, listen to it on repeat until I've killed that song. Like, and it's usually a song that I really like, which is good because if I was sitting there with it's a small world after all, or one of those annoying repetitive songs that would be awful. So I'm glad at least my brain chooses good songs. My brain has good taste in music. So I'll usually have to play that song and then have it on repeat, 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 repeat. And then finally, after I listen to it for the 20th time, and sometimes it takes days, like I'll listen to the same song for days because I'll wake up and it's playing or, you know, I'm going on with my day and it's playing. And so I'll have to listen to it for several days before I burn that song out. And then it's usually replaced with some other noise or some other song or some other movie quote or phrase. Um, my current one that I really like that's kind of like niche, uh, is from Saturday Night Live, which is funny because I don't watch Saturday Saturday Night Live. I used to watch the old ones, like the, the original, like Phil Hartman, you know, characters and stuff. And I, um, so I used to watch it like way back when, but I haven't watched SNL recently at all. But one of my special interests right now is the movie Dune, which I pretty much watch every night. And so one of the main actors, Timothy Chalamet, was on SNL and he was doing um, a skit and he does this like funny rap where he's making fun of the modern day uh, you know, the mumble rappers and the, and the, um, the new kid, you know, I don't know if it's considered Gen Z or Gen Alpha, um, rappers of today, but it was, it's just so funny and I can listen to that forever and I'll listen, I'll hear it several times in my head. Sometimes I have to just say it because it's like so extra, but he like jumps up and he's doing this rap and he's like, Clang, clang, clang. Man, you capping. Ooh, ah, clang, 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 clang. 
You cap it. Drip, splash, water, drip, splash, splash, drip, water, drip, splash, water. And it's just like really catchy and really hilarious because the movies I've seen him in, he's like very serious. He's a very believable character in whatever he plays. And so watching him be like this ridiculous rapper with this like temporary tattoo on his face, like dressed ridiculously, it was so funny to me. I'd seen it on like one of the Facebook reels or or something and it just like really stuck with me and it's it's been stuck with me like I've shown it to my husband I don't know how many times now and like I'll just say it out of nowhere or I'll have to like go and watch it when I can't like bear to not <laughs> anymore because it just it brings me so much joy and it's ridiculous um if you you know, YouTube or Google SNL, Timothy Chalamet, you'll probably pull it up. There's another one he does with, um, Pete, what is his name? Pete Davidson. I think the guy that dated Kim Kardashian, not that that matters, but the other comedian guy, and that one's okay. They're like, yeet skirt, yeet skirt. And it's kind of funny, but it, it doesn't tickle me like the clang, clang, clang <laughs> song does. I even saw someone like made one of those cricket, um, shirts where you can like do your own kind of shirt you make your own kind of shirt and it's like cling 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 and I was like I really want to get that shirt but literally no one would know what that was except for me but I would find it hilarious so there's just like certain things and I never know what it's gonna be I don't choose what I'm going to have stuck in my head like I said a lot of times I will just wake up and it's there and I didn't ask for it. I literally just woke up. I haven't had coffee. I haven't gone to the bathroom yet. Like it, I wake up and hello, surprise, here it is. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about echolalia and echolagia, which is the internalized version of echolalia. And I wonder if this is a common occurrence with autistics. I'm assuming it probably is, um, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Under the you know, Q&A, you can click on the what do you think about this episode where you can let me know um, your thoughts on it or what kind of songs or phrases or sounds you get stuck in your head. Um, or you can email me at autisticadventures at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. I am very pleased and happy with the amount of follows and listens I've been getting and it just makes me feel really good to feel like my voice is being heard, that it's being understood, which is a huge thing for me because as with most autistics, we really struggle to feel as though we belong somewhere, that we're being heard, that we're being understood. And I really feel like this is a safe place for me and I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. And I have a whole uh, notes full in my phone of episodes I want to do and uh, things I want to talk about. So um, yeah, all that to say, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing and I hope you are too. All right, until next time. Bye-bye.